on everybody marcus here with the uh, metal over a six-pack podcast uh just chiming in like real quick uh this is going to be part two of the 2019 uh packy awards uh we're, in just a few moments we're going to go right into the awards uh starting with uh some individual stuff the uh, drummer of the year guitarist of the year vocalist of the year uh these these last couple of episodes really important to chime in uh get your uh get your thoughts out there uh share it up on uh the social medias the facebook instagram uh send us an email with your feedback and uh play along let us know like what your what your votes would be i mean these are all specifically for the year 2019 remember um pretty historic year as we uh we've been mentioned but make sure to go like us on facebook follow us on instagram follow us on twitter if you're into that uh, email any feedback hmoa6pack at gmail.com uh, go find our YouTube channel and give us a subscribe and enjoy the episode like share listen repeat stay metal guys this is the annual heavy metal over six pack the award show I think we're gonna get some individual performance awards yeah I think that I think that's we got a good number of them Let's I think it. that's the next way to go. Go grab one. Um, so let's actually start with the the actual indiv- individuals. Let's go drummer of the year. Oh man, so I got you. Uh, it's actually funny that we would uh, segue this way. <laughs> God, if it's not me, I'm gonna be pissed. I know. Well, to be fair, I never saw you. Well, I did see you live this year, so you did technically. I did. Dave, uh, you performed you, with yeah. us, man. Yeah, I, I did. Say you yeah, that was uh, so. Uh, well, you, perform, you performed with them, and I stepped aside for you. <laughs> That's no, not true. We, 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 we did zombie. zombie together. Fun fact: that was my first ever live performance in front of people ever. You did good, kid. Ever in the history of my life. So, 2019 was a successful year for me. Um, but uh, so, in the spirit of live performances, this is what I went off for. Uh, when I was thinking of drummers, you know, I was trying to think of like the best live performance drummer that I've seen this year. We saw a ton of them. Um, I feel like it's so hard for drummers because I feel like drummers are like the the heart and soul of metal. You know, I feel like they kind of put it down there where like they when a drummer's all into the music, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's a drummer. And I feel like they kind of. <laughs> well, a drummer. I feel like they kind of get swept under the rug You're a little not bit. Wrong. Because they're always going so hard, like they're just. We're hidden, man. You can't see us. Right. And I always try to look at everybody. So, like, when I'm watching a show, I look at, like, the whole entire performance. You guys as a unit. I'm not just looking at the front man. I'm not looking, like, uh, I don't know. I don't look at the lights. I don't I don't really take any of that stuff into account. I just, I always look at every individual. So, again, uh, back to back. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. I have to go with Max Portnoy, man. He put on the best show by a drummer that I've seen multiple times this year. Strictly because of how crazy he can go mm-hmm. and still play. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how he head swing, head bang, and keeps tempo and time. Like, 
I don't know, dude. All the talent in the world, Max, you, you got my vote. You got my respect. There's, I don't know. I, I think you're, you're in a class all on your own. So I'll, I'll raise a beer to Max Portnoy here and, and Tala. I, I don't know, man. There's, there's no real comparison in that genre for me. I haven't seen any other drummer behave or act like that. I don't know, man. He's, he's a class all his own. Here's to you, bud. I'm going to make the drummer go last this time. Okay. You're going to be the main event on this on this particular right. topic. Um, I narrowed my I narrowed my search down to two national acts. One because like I think everything they do is pretty awesome, and two because of the the second one that I picked was because of the just general style. I'm actually be, so the two guys I was actually between was um was my list uh, Jacques Walgren of Amana Marth. Okay. Because they actually just came out with yep. uh, Berserker. Berserker, and then. Justin Foley of Killswitch Engage. Justin Foley, mm-hmm. man. So those are the two. So I, I had to, I had to think to myself and say, okay, which style am I going to prefer here? Because you know what, there's a lot more. I feel like there's a lot more intensity in one of Monomarth plays. Um, but the, and there's a lot more rhythmic value. But like the transitions and like the 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 need to be creative like actually exists in like Killswitch Engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a thing. So the ginger. If, Watch out. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Sorry to ruin your... Uh. <laughs> what did he say? He's a ginger. Oh. It's not even a bad thing. It's oh. just something I that can That means there's to. two gingers on this list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Bazing! So, gun to my head, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to say the award <laughs> is going to go to Justin Foley. Kill Switch Engaged. <laughs> yes! Kill Switch, man. Because, oh. you know what? They're just cool. I just love Kill Switch. I feel the newest album, like, he's, like, I'm just going to go fast as shit this entire album. Dude. Like, Signal Fire alone, he just... There you go. Oh, man. Good for him. He's always been good. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's been there most of the time. I think... Is he? After... I'm uh, pretty sure he's original. Is he original? Well, no, because the the guitarist, Adam... Adam. Used to be the drummer. Oh. But I think after him, they pretty much had him the rest of the time. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give him some props for filling in and just being cool. Imagine that fucking Adam's legs. Dude, how did he fit on a drum kit? (laughs) Although, super honorable mention to Amana Marth and Jacques Walgren. Because I I actually love Berserker. It's a good album. What you got, bud? We may or may not talk about that later. Am I going now? Yeah. I'm the main event. Oh, for drummers. I picked myself. Just kidding. (laughs) Woo! Don't drink to that. Uh, Which band? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, all of them. I mean, like five. Did you see that meme that's like, if you kill a drummer, four local bands can't play any shows <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's kind of right. That's not wrong. It's, it's pretty true. Pretty accurate. Uh, so, I believe I gave this album a perfect score when it came out. Ooh. Soil work. Oh, their oh, newest, their yeah. newest album of Verkleiten, I believe. Like, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, fun fact. Now, I've listened to Soil Work for, God, since high school. Their original drummer, Dirk Verburen, was fucking phenomenal. Like, that was the main reason, besides Bjorn being the lead singer and all, and that guy's fantastic. The drummer's always been unfucking real Like, his fills, the speed that man plays at, it's, un- it's ridiculous. But... Uh, in 2016, he left to join Megadeth. That's right. He so did. he is their official drummer. So yep. uh, when this album came out, their newest drummer, Bastin Thusgod, these guys are totally Swedish, because <laughs> anything that sounds like it's from, you know, Thor, it's pretty much it. 
So Ragnarok. The fact that that this, um, I mean, he had some big shoes to fill in my mind. The fact that their drummer went to Megadeth, I mean, alone, like you, you got shoes to fill. Right. And I mean, this, like I said, I gave this album a perfect score. The drum work on this album is, and honestly, I didn't even know there was a new drummer until I actually looked into it. So the fact that he was able to fill in and still even perform more and more intricate than the original drummer, I mean, gold star. Yeah. Fucking cookies and stickers for days. <laughs> like, no joke. Eight six-packs. I mean, like, that. Like I enjoyed that whole album, and a main reason I like Soil Work is because of the drums. And the fact, even with the drum switch, I even liked it more. I mean, that's, that's like, red flags. Swinging around everywhere, you know what I mean? Or should I say, what would be like a good flag? Would it be a green flag? Because red flag is usually bad. Yeah, red like flag. Green yeah, flag. Black flag. Cause Black it's metal. flag. Black is, flag. I mean, that's pirate related yeah, though. Well, I'd say it's more metal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he would be my drummer of the year. Very wow. good. All right, our next category, moving right along, we're gonna go with guitarist of the year okay. for our next Packy Award. Packy so, Award. Am I going now? Do it. Can I go? Do it? I'll start if you want. Gross. Well, sure. <laughs> Go for it. This one's actually very simple for me. He came out with a solo album this year. He actually worked with many artists. I know who um, it is. Over his, uh, you guys have the same one. Over over yeah. his oh. over this solo album. Was an honorable mention, and though. he actually came up he actually came up with like probably one of my favorite songs that actually came out this year with an artist that forever will rest in peace, uh, Chester Bennington. Uh, the guitarist is Mark Morton. Um, who did his uh, his solo was. Why do I not know this? Anesthetic. Anesthetic was a solo, a solo release, and others will also know him from Lamb of God. Yeah. Um, but Mark Morton. Awesome guitar. With what he uh, produced in 2019, absolutely yeah. is my guitarist of the year in yep. 2019. No argument for me. He and was. Uh, there's nothing really more I can say about that other than it's fucking epic. He was. Uh, he was an honorable mention for me. It's funny because we didn't. We didn't discuss this list with each other whatsoever. Nope. We're bad at planning. And uh, <laughs> and it's really funny because uh, I was torn. So I was actually torn. But at the same time, I like that because, like I said, the audience is going to learn a lot about each of us hosts. Right. Look, Mark Morton. He's legit. All, all the way, proved himself this year with that whole album. Uh, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that he can't really put on shows for a lot of those songs. So many of those songs off that album are rip. They're just straight up awesome, straight bangers. Uh, so, what's funny is that my pick for best guitarist of the year would have to be off of this album, Atonement, with Adam Dukowitz. Dude, okay. Adam D. Shredding on Atonement for Kill Switch Engage. That guy, like, I don't know how, like... He's such a big, like, Goofy nerdy, gangly guy, and I love him, dude. He's just, like, he's so good, and I don't understand how he can play. I, he's got to have, like, these crazy, like, I always picture these, like, giant skeleton fingers whenever he's playing, and his, like, little Viking hat and little Daisy Dukes, you know? <laughs> like, he always has the weirdest outfits, but he's always, like... There's so many things that come out about him that I love. I love that one where he's, yes. like, he's at the bar. Yes. He orders, like, a shot. He's, like, he's like, oh, he's wait, like, like, this is me. He's like, yeah, whiskey soda. He's like, whiskey soda. Wait, hang on. And he just shreds and then pounds it. Dude, Adam D, absolutely, by far for me, uh... Greatest guitarist this year. Mark Morton, super close, great honorable mention. I love him, but strictly because of atonement. 
And if you listen to that album, how many of those songs are so intricately woven with their, like, that guitar work is insane. If you guys haven't checked out Kill Switch Engage's Atonement this year yet, definitely go check it out. Listen to every single one of those songs. I was not disappointed at all musically from any one of those tracks. That was an excellent album. And my second favorite was Revolution Rock Fest because we had that weird thing where the sound wires were like going down the middle. So he said he wanted to see two circle pits. He wanted the crowd to look like big two big floppy titties. titties. Big floppy titties. <laughs> and then he stopped that song like halfway because yeah, he thought somebody was that guy's heard his whoa, shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, guy, that guy's heard his shit. You okay? You good? Well, now what do we do? Do we start over? <laughs> so we go to the next song? <laughs> like, <laughs> Move along. I love Adam. Jesse Lee's just like, Adam, I, I think they've heard that song before. This one's for you. <laughs> what do you got, Ian? Uh, so speaking of a individual which has passed away. Um, now, I've listened to All the Remains oh, for wow. most of my life. All the Hebrew. Like, yep. day one. Yep. Day one, baby. This Calling. That was my first ever. Um, <laughs> love that song. Intro to that. Ollie Herbert. That man has been in that band since day one. From, was it Salvation, their first album? If I'm correct. Uh, I'm sorry, Behind Silence and Solitude. Uh, 2002. Um, that man has been the driving force in All the Remains. Their newest album, which was released last year, uh, Victim of a New Disease. They're one of those bands that kind of went down, but the, the most recent album is fucking phenomenal. The guitar work that man has put into that album, because he's, he's all in that album, is unreal. And, I mean, it's unfortunate because he's, like, Marcus has brought up a few times his, like, uh, little, like, video things he would do and chat with people. He was so good on, like, the Twitter accounts and, like, whatnot. He would do live stuff, like, all the time. And, like, he would actually, like, just come on and be like, hey, guys, in about 30 minutes, I'm going to, like, do, I'm going to, I'm working with, like, this scale right now. Like, I'm going to kind of, like, show you guys some stuff. If you have any questions, like, hop on. Like, he was so interactive with, like, the fans. And what I loved about him was, like, if he was doing something creative, like, he kind of recorded, like, he wanted to, like, share that. It's like, you know, I'm kind of messing around with, like, pentatonic scale, but, like, drop down to, like, this chord, but, like, with this note and, like, this um, I'm gonna dick around with it for a little while. I'm gonna like let you guys let me know like what you think. But he was so interactive, and like the dude was just like completely genuine. And I believe that like he would actually do like face to face like tutorials with mm-hmm. you. Like you could actually just like send him like a message and be like, hey, like I'm trying to learn how to do this. Like, can you help me out? And be like, oh yeah, bro, I'll help you out. Like, just completely sincere and super good dude. Mm-hmm. Completely awesome. Like, like that was like his content. Like he wasn't like knocking other bands or like doing like he's just like hey like i'm you know i'm trying to do something creative today and i want to share it with you guys and like you know let's like work together like who else has done this like give me some feedback and then like i'll give you some of my feedback and it it's his his loss is underrated it is and and He's, he's one of the big ones that we lost this year unfortunately huge And, and i mean he was young it's not like it's like an old guy it's one, right. of the, it's one of those things, like, so much hate has come down to, like, all that remains because, you know, they have shifted. I mean, mm-hmm. the, 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 I don't like a lot of their new stuff. No. I mean, uh, their newest is is a hell of a lot better yeah, than, like, well, the, like the Order of Things Madness, The War You Cannot Win. None of those albums are really good at all. But, I mean, the man stuck through it. And, I mean, his guitar work shows. It's it's not necessarily against his guitar work. It, I mean, the whole band as a whole shifted in a weird direction. Um, but it's again, it's it's unfortunate. And I've, if I've learned anything about life, it's that the good ones always go first. 
and that's how it works, unfortunately. I don't know why, but that seems to be it. Um, but, I mean, that... I mean, anyone who's listened to all the remains or follows all the remains has been around. I'm yeah. sure you. I'm sure you know Ollie, and you know what I mean what he's done. So I mean, that would be my Phil, guitarist uh, for 2019, Labonte. Phil. Phil actually just did just did an interview like recently uh, about how he's upset about how things are being handled regarding uh, that whole situation. I don't know if you guys have done your research or if you know what we're talking about at all. Uh, I don't want to speculate whatsoever, so... As of right um, now, the new lead guitarist is Jason Richardson of Chelsea Grin and Born of Osiris. Yeah. He's uh, the official member, quote-unquote. I, I really hope that, that all that remains can continue going in the direction that they're going. I got all the respect in the world for Phil. Uh, he's always been an excellent front man and everything. All that remains is always... They're, they're like... They're, they're albums, a part man. of my nine switch. Albums. They're a part of my genre switch. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never liked metal. And then, like, 2000... Eight happened, and that's what like yep. got me into like hardcore, hardcore Follow metal ideals stuff. Overcome, both yeah. those albums are fantastic. Um, Overcome alone, like but, Chiron, all those songs are fucking unreal. All, all, all best best wishes, and uh, dude, I, just such a loss, man. I I really really hope that all the remains can continue doing what they've been doing for the last couple years, and I hope that. Uh, that that in this loss and as hard as it sucks man as hard as it is i hope that there's continual growth from them in this same direction uh at least in, you know in his honor or whatever i just man it sucks when we lose somebody uh especially in the metal world it's so hard because it's such a, a kind of niche genre to to replace anybody but especially when you're in a band like that which for me is pretty pretty <coughs> iconic from the beginning uh means a lot it just mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly hope that they can they can recoup from that. Agreed. Moving into our very next category with our individual awards, we're actually going to go to Vocalist of the Year. Okay. So I had a pile of them. I had Ooh, a pile. Piles. I, I had a pile of honorable <laughs> mentions, yeah. and I was trying to base it on the releases that actually came out in 2019. That's and um, there was um. I'll just go through all of them, and then, you know, maybe I can work myself, because I haven't actually circled a finalist yet, <laughs> because I'm that guy, but I have my, I do have my, I, I do have my four, my, my four honorable mentions, and, you know, the two, the two, or the three biggest acts, I should, I should say, that came out, Corley, Ta- uh, Corey Taylor, a Slipknot, um, Consistent as Ever, um, the newest Slipknot album, which we haven't talked a whole lot about on the show yet, but... We kind of did. We touched on it. If ish, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think we voted them. Best I think new metal. I think we're due for a Slipknot episode soon. Soon they're gonna be coming around. Soon, yeah. in someday. That decade, someday. You know I mean? someday, someday, maybe. I don't know. They might be. They might be worth a discussion. <laughs> they're not even new metal. Um, <laughs> no, Corey Taylor. I'm gonna butcher his last name, but Anders Fridden, Fridden, Froden, Froden, Frodo, Fridden, Frodo Baggins. I know him as Anders of In Flames. Okay. Um, oh God! Very pleased with uh, "I the Mask" that came out, and had the pleasure of seeing him live this year for my first time in like an actual. And, intimate, I mean, you're, like, you're an avid In Flames and person, you, know, you know what? Listener, he's your binky. Twenty something years later, like the dude is fucking spot on, like absolutely spot on. Um, my other finalist was. 
uh, prior mentioned Tatiana Shmeliak. Okay. Of Ginger. From Ginger, yep. Because she just does cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, she, it's totally different, too. Like, her cleans are awesome. Her, her Class screams all, are fucking on her own, man. Her metalcore screams oh God, are awesome. Amazing. Right. It's like... It's okay. Calm down. And then finally, <laughs> I thought this was a big comeback year for Jesse Leach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. He sounds way better than he did initially, truthfully. Now, one of the reasons, one of the other reasons why I brought him up, like um, that that sign- that single that came out, like initially with um, with Killswitch Engage, the the Signal Fire, Signal Fire with Howard Jones. I thought it was very interesting that like when he did that with Howard Jones, Jesse Leach handled the clean, the clean, and Howard Jones handled the heavy because if you listen to everybody's preferences, they like Howard Jones' yep. cleans and Jesse Leach's heavy, and yep. he kind of swapped. I don't. I think he didn't want to lose the quote-unquote new kill switch sound, or I guess original kill switch sound, if you must. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it would have thrown it off. It one of the, you know, it was one of those things. I feel. I feel like when they were deciding like who was going to do what part, he's like, "Hey, you know what?" <coughs> it's like Howard, I got this. So, or Howard could have been like, "You know what? You got this." I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Gross. I have. I have no background story to this at all. <laughs> This is strictly Dave talking. I have not done any research on this. My feeling from this was that the signal fire was probably one of the old kill switch demos that Howard did. Could be. And then when Jesse came back, they didn't want to scrap it because it was so good. Very Truthfully, I, mean, I feel like because if you listen to it, it has so much of those those like those Oops. original kill switch feels, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On so many different levels. Uh, that song specifically for me was like, it was eye-opening because I was like, wow, I can't believe that they went back to this. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they went back in time. So, I could totally be wrong here. Uh, somebody tell me if I'm talking out of my butt, but uh, I just totally feel like that had to have been a demo that they all agreed to work on together because they didn't want to scrap it. It had to be one of those things that like, they made together when Howard was there or something. I don't know. I just got that vibe from it. I, I could totally be wrong. Uh, I, am, I am definitely not the the most uh, educated person in that regard. So I, I have absolutely no basis to say this, but that's just my feeling from that song. And it's just a take. That is a take mm-hmm. right there. But. So which I one na- are you going to go with? I narrowed it down to four, so I had to pick a winner. Now, maybe it's a little bit of bias because I had the opportunity to see him live and the fact that, like, it was spot on. Like, it was spot <laughs> on. Like, spot on. Like, unbelievable. Like, it has never changed. In 20-something years, it has never changed. It's consistent. It's powerful. It's still awesome. It's somewhat... It's still somewhat original. Mm-hmm. There's not okay. a lot of bands that, like, sound like this, but In Flames, Honor, Anders, Fryden, 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 Fryden. Freaking fracker. However, however you pronounce that. That is my that is my pick for vocalist of the year, and we might talk about the album later. <laughs> we'll talk about the album. Later. Yeah. Maybe. Why not? Maybe. 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 We'll see. See what happens. You know what? I'm gonna go next. Do it. Uh, so, <laughs> um, the band Forever Still. Released their 2019 Breathe in Colors uh, this year. Um, the lead singer, Maya, um, 
from a clean now I, I again we had to narrow it down um, as we all did um, <laughs> that was the hardest part of this but um, from from a just a an impressive that's the word I can put there are words that can describe this um, from I think from a talent aspect um, her clean vocals are extremely impressive like the range she can hit the I mean it's it's been the whole album I mean both of them technically but uh, breathing colors is the one that I, I pulled it pulled this out of um, her vocals are un, unmatched like I mean she hits all the high notes she's got that trill is this what it's called where you hit the high and it's like ah, you know what I mean like you get that like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like she hits every one of those but the cool thing is is she has this kind of certain parts of different songs um, that she hits where it's almost like a kind of like a scream but not a full-blown growl but it's almost like that got that kind of anger like that's just trying to get out kind of sound in certain parts of the song and the breakdowns and and um you know, here and there kind of peppered throughout, but it, it's not overwhelming. It's enough to kind of take you off track because she has this unique voice and with the kind of introductions of, of the screams in here and there, I think it really fills it out nice. And I mean, she's done a phenomenal job. I mean, even the live stuff that she posts and stuff, I mean, it, it's all spot on. Like she hits everything. Um, so yeah, uh, Maya would be of... Um, Forever Still is my vocalist of 2019, and hopefully we get to speak with her soon. Please call Solid us. pick. Awesome. Uh, I also had a lot to consider uh, with this particular category. It kind of threw me for a loop because I felt like there was a lot of... Uh, so I felt like there was a lot of pressure on a lot of the metal bands that released albums this year uh, because a lot of them were big-name albums. Um... So in that regard, uh, I've never seen these people live. I truthfully wish I, I hope to and I want to, especially sometime in the near future. Um, but if you guys remember, before they released this album, there was a lot of talk about this particular person uh, not quite being what they used to be, kind of being a shell of himself. And I kind of braced myself when this album got released, and I feel like that was kind of the reason why I was so shocked uh, once I finally listened to it because Jonathan Davis's vocals right now, today, 20 Agreed. years later, Agreed. are insane. You can tell he's worked All on the it. haters and everybody that was saying that, oh, he doesn't have it anymore, he can't scream, he can't sing, he's, he's playing it safe, he doesn't write anything heavy <laughs> Scream, anymore. He screams more now. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, if anything. He killed it. Mm -hmm. Like... I, I, I couldn't, I, I was so torn and I, I was like, man, I was trying to think like, who can I pick? Who can I pick in this, in this particular category that is just like totally blown me away this year with their music alone? It has to be Jonathan Davis. Nobody's close. For me, not a single person's close. Uh, all the respect in the world, especially like I said earlier, overcoming everything. Like there's just no, to be able to continue to put your heart and soul into something for 20 years. And then when people say you got nothing left to keep going and make it better and reinvent yourself, dude, like talk about a phoenix coming out the ashes. Mm -hmm. Like no, totally this agree. dude, this dude's got it. He's Jonathan Davis, hands down, one of the best vocalists like ever. But especially this year, 2019, I was just absolutely blown away. 
That's a good choice. That's a great choice. I like, I like that choice. I like that choice. So, since we have to keep this shit going, so we now we have individual performances. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I would say let's go with best solo. The best solo I'll start in with the song. One. I'll start with guitar this one. solo. This one, this one is rough because so guitar solo? what I did, yeah, especially in 2019, <laughs> it was guitar. No, it was guitar solo, right? Yes. Was it okay. guitar solo? Yeah. Okay. Making sure. Um. So. Yeah, I should have specified that. I'm sorry. Buddy. Yeah. If you totally. went so, if you went another direction, I'm by going all vocal means. solo. I'm just whatever. That's fine. Vocal solo. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so when when I first um, this was second hardest for me to find. I think. Well, maybe not. Um, so what I did was essentially is, is I went through and I found all the albums that came out this year because honestly shit blends together for me all the time. Like yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Like I lose. Half. I listen to way too much stuff. Uh, exactly. Like it just blends at one point. So I found all the albums that came out and the bands that I know and been listening to and whatnot. Because don't get me wrong, like I could listen to an album and be like, wow, that came out this year. But like, no, that came out two years ago, asshole. <laughs> yeah, you know, know what I mean? Like you don't. I the had no idea. Time exactly. Too. It's like, oh so man. Time flies. The fact fun. that that you we were looking for guitar solos. Now you have bands like Slipknot. They're not a guitar solo band. You have Tool. Definitely not a guitar solo band. Corn. Not a guitar solo band. You know what I mean? There's a lot of these big bands that just aren't guitar solo driven bands, which is fine. But if you wanted an exact guitar solo, it's it's either real hidden or it's it's not anything out of control. Now there was an EP released this year by my boys in the, uh, Sons of Texas, okay, called Resurgence. Um, it was a three-song EP. Um, now the song Resurgent, I've always loved these guys for their guitar work, and mind you, it's the same lead guitarist as El Nino too. Yeah. Or one. I don't know. Whichever El Nino is actually making music. So the song Resurgence, there's a guitar solo kind of hidden. Well, not hidden, but it's got this kind of build up where he does the squealy shit, which is like, you know, rock solid the whole time. Um, and then there's actually a three part um, guitar solo, which is cool because you get three different kind of. It's not all one long one. It's got like this little bit, the quick, fast, crazy fucking arpaccio nonsense. And then it does some crazy stuff at the end. Did you just say arpaccio? Arpaccio. Arpaccio? Arpaccio. Arpaccio. Grande. Pistachio. Pistachio. <laughs> I said the right word, right? Balash. Right, Marcus? Balash. I'm not crazy, right? No, you did just uh, fine. Okay. <laughs> arpeggio. Arpeggio. Um, arpeggio, whatever. Um, so, yeah. That, I think, was the biggest standout to me. Especially because they're not an A-list band. You know what I mean? They're not super big in the world. But the fact that they can dish out such a such guitar work is is a, a, always been a big thing for me. So resurgence of Sons of Texas would be my song, and the solo in that song would be my choice. I changed. What? There I'm you proud go. Of you. What? I'm proud of you for that. It's a solid choice. Truthfully. Our Marcus, our, what do you our, our pistachio. So in the uh, in the fear of uh, Homerism. Homerism? That is not a word. That can't okay. be a word. No. <laughs> that Homer yeah. or like it was uh, it was easier to say than Beakyism. Uh, there we go. Now we know who it is. Okay. Um. I, unfor- so uh, I was trying to narrow this down 
you know what? And there's a lot of work of art out there. You know what? There's a, you know, there's a lot of a, there's a lot of local like undiscovered underground talent that is like the thing that I will give 2019 is the talent that came out in like 2019. Like in even the last couple of years, like there used to be a thing where like the national acts used to be great and like the local talent used to be like down at like a different level kind of a thing. But like what I think is actually happening is like the most popular bands in the world may not be the most talented bands in the world it's anymore. Nope. And you're it finding is, this stuff, easy. whether it came out of Sweden or whether it comes out of the Czech Republic or whether it came out of Jupiter, Florida, Michigan, or if it comes out of fucking Florida, Mass, Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, or happens to be in the basement of Winchin, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> I hope not. That sounds like a bad time. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... What I um what I had to go to and like when you when you're trying to like go off the body of work like 2019 especially like when it comes to like uh, a guitar solo or something like reaches out to you I went with consistency and my my guys are a duo because they are I mean they're they're one in the same it's um, Bjorn Jalot and Nicholas Angelon of In Flames okay like that was he was I, my I can't not like. Everything and especially like with I the Mask, like they kind of came back to like original form, like Agreed. a little bit. Like they had still a little bit of their modern twist, but they're a little bit more of their original form. And they will never be like back where they were with Horacle and Colony and Jester Race and like whatnot. Like if you ask me what my favorite album of all time, it's still probably Horacle. But they're closer to that, and they they just do it so seamlessly. And there's a there's a melody to it. There's Especially a melodic live too. There's there's intricacy, but there's sim simplicity at the same time. There's beauty in it. There's like it fits because that's my biggest thing with guitar solos. Like I hate when someone just goes just off random. on a fucking weird random tangent because I felt like I needed to solo here. And it doesn't make any sense with the rest of the song. It's yeah. like it's like a completely different thing. It's like, what are you doing you. right now? It's like, if that's what you wanted to do, if if I was writing music with somebody, I'd be like, stop it. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Got it out. Slap yourself. I mean, you can play that on your own if you want. Like, just go fucking, <laughs> you know, get yourself an organ grinder monkey and like do that shit. But, um, and you know what? I copped out a little bit. I didn't pick it completely. I didn't. Com I didn't pick a single tune, unfortunately. Like, it's a complete cop-out, but I'm sure I can find a sample of everything that they've written. <laughs> Any Inflamed yeah, song right. has a solo from them. So just go, you know... Solid I, choice. I the Mask is a great album. We're not there yet. Stop it. Yeah. Well, I'm... And <laughs> it's because of the guitar work. I mean, I'm sorry. Agreed. Okay, go ahead. David, what you got? So, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I... So I wasn't sure. Do so I'm, I actually had two answers for this. I was prepared. Thank God. Uh, I'm curious about your vocal solo. No, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, but uh, for the guitar solo that I picked is actually, I, I'm going to say fortunately and not unfortunately because I was so blown away by it. Uh, but actually, this song is two of my answers. So uh, best solo and best breakdown. Okay. Absolutely hands down, no BS, Mark Morton cross off. There's no way. Okay. There's no That's way fair. that anything comes close in 2019. He knows how to play in the, both uh, songs. 
if you listen to the solo he does before that breakdown, all the like, it flowed that song overall. Like, I was kind of I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard it, I was so pumped up and I was so like, kind of reinvigorated because it's Chester. Uh, but then like the more you listen to it, it's like, it kind of it kind of puts a hole in your heart because it's like, man, I want more. I want more of this. Like this is not a band. Like that should have been that should have been a band. This should have been a band. <laughs> it should have been a band. Like oh man, it like did it you, puts like did you, it, it reminds you like did you ever hear the stuff like where Chester wanted to be in a heavier band? Yeah. Like and whether he did or not, like there's probably something underground that hasn't been released well, yet. Well, so he, like, he had like, a, he had a, so Chester had a bunch of uh different projects. He had Grey Days, which was his initial project, which his son is actually taken over now. Interesting. So Grey Days is fronted by his son, which uh, also has a uh, Marcos from uh, POD as their guitarist. Okay. It's like a super group now. Sure. Awesome band. But then, if you remember when Mike Shinoda did his Fort Minor and. And independent stuff. Chester did "Dead by Sunrise." Yep. Uh, I forget their, their their one of their biggest songs they did. But "Dead by Sunrise," it wasn't heavier, but it was it was more Chester. It was like, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it, it it had this new draw. Like I don't know, man. Something about his voice. It was like there was just I don't know. But but this Mark Morton cross off song with Chester Bennington was. I, I cannot stress like I, I can't even I can't even put a finger on it. It's like uh, I like I have a craving for a plate of food that I smelled that I've that I've never been able to eat. Like okay. I want to listen to an album no, like I that. Like I, I know it's it's like it was like the your, ta uh, your table set. You have the knife and the fork. You just don't have the steak, dude. It's right there and like. Oh man, that that song is just so—it's heartbreaking. Off mm -hmm. the wall, amazing. It it totally does. It totally breaks my heart, dude. It's heartbreaking, but it's so awesome. And I'm so glad that the metal world at least got that release. Mm -hmm. Like, think about how many unreleased songs there are in music overall, especially in the metal world. But that one song, and and a year and a half after he's dead, like, dude, that I was so torn. That was such an awesome song, such a great song, everything all together, put together well, the intro to the, just all of it, lyrically, like, I was blown away, and it just got ripped away from us as soon as it came, and mm -hmm. I just, man, no, there's, there's nothing that comes close to that, so, for me, I know I'm touching into the next category, but best solo, best guitar solo in a song, and best breakdown has to go to Mark Mar Mark Morton and Chester Bennington Crossoff. There's those are great choices, and I'm so glad he brought this up because our next category is the best breakdown in a song. Yes. Now this is one of those ones that, like, you know, when I thought of this category as like a whole, I was thinking it's like, okay, this is something that's going to be in like in memory, like something you heard that came out in 2019, and you'd be like, dude, I just fucking yeah, I listened to this in my car and Blew me like. Away. I just started like bouncing around in my seat and causing traffic jams. Like that—that that was like kind of like the thing that I was like thinking of. Seems to be a, a, actually, a theme we're running here. A funny story though. I—I uh, I was leaving the VA parking lot, and uh, VA? There, there was an old yeah, there was an old veteran guy walking out of the parking lot, and just as a habit, I just you know throw on YouTube or whatever while I'm driving, plug up the Bluetooth and everything, and and hit it, and it was cross off. And I started blasting it. It was already like halfway through the song. This guy, like, this guy jumped <laughs> when, what the fuck? when I hit play, like windows down and everything, dude. That was that was pretty awesome. So you you <laughs> mentioned Mark Mark Morton and Crossoff. That was actually one of my honorable mentions because there was so much heaviness 
in Mark Morton's cross-off with, like, Chester Bennington. Yeah. And the way that they kind of, like, merged into it, like, it was just fucking nuts. Like, it's it's so nutty. Like, it's great. It's unbelievable. Um, I had another honorable mention, and it came out very recently. And it's a it's a it's a band um, falling in reverse. Okay. They just they just released a single, "Popular uh, Monster." Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it yet. Which is, it's very falling in reverse. Okay. And then once you get down to like the breakdown of it, they're, dude, their breakdowns are fucking insane. They're great. <laughs> they're fucking they're like, so every great. song and they ever write with a breakdown. You know, it's unreal. You know the thing is, like, I I would understand why if a metal fan doesn't like falling in reverse, I would understand why. No, but I, like I actually like the. I like the rapcore genre. Mm-hmm. I like the new metal rapcore, whatever you want to, however you want to classify it. Like it's something that like I'm into. Mm-hmm. Like, like I kind of dig that. I like their production value. I like that they like they kind of do their thing. But like the the breakdown <laughs> in Popular Monster, it, it it starts with like the vocals. Where is your god now? And it just goes completely ballistic for like a while. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's very hyperbolish. Like with a couple of their yeah. like they had that one soft ass <clears throat> song that has like the craziest <clears throat> breakdown that I probably ever heard in my life, and is it that, makes no sense. I'm trying to think of the song. Is it breaking down? Mm, the radio one? No. Oh, then no. I'm trying to think. Like scars is the only other. But it hurricane maybe. Hurricane maybe, yeah, definitely hurricane. Hundred and four percent. Because like it started yeah. off like such a soft <laughs> ass. Like it started off as like such a soft ass song, and then like at the like the three quarter point, it just goes completely and you're like. What is what? going on? Oh, what? That's, that's like the heavy version of My Immortal, though. My Immortal is super soft throughout. Yeah, if you, you have know. the band version. Right. You hear the band version of that, and it's like it's Amy Lee and Evanescence. Scott I get mad when it's it. not the band version. Yeah, I do It's too. like, I know, when you're waiting for the breakdown, Why? it's just like more violin. You're like, ah! God damn it. <laughs> so despite, despite my honorable mentions, I came up with a cop-out. Okay. Because there is a uh, there was a re-release. Uh, you cheated. <laughs> I avoided re-releases in life. There was a there was a there was a, re- a re-release yeah. of the um, Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills: The Silver Screen Final Cut came out in 2019. Side note about that: the acoustic version with Matt Heafy of Trivium. Yes. Pretty good. I enjoy that. I, I actually I love Ice Nine Kills. Mm-hmm. I do too. Like they they are ever so since good. his new album I, I have a lot of respect and for them. It didn't help that we saw them live, too. <laughs> also a thing. Like, that hurt me. We see a lot of live people. That cut me deep. It's, hard to, it's weird when you see the dead people, and it's, I think it's creepy. And then yeah, like, I, get I out of my house. I guess I'm going to shows. Like, I'm very impressionable. Um, <laughs> the dead people. Oh so, my God. But awful. I did narrow I this know. one down. I'm going to go with Thank God It's Friday. Okay. The breakdown of Thank God It's Friday, because in the middle of it, they do that thing with the production where they have, like, Jason's mom, mm-hmm. and... It's just great. And they actually do it live. They do. They do it live. They do. Jason's mom is here. Well, Surprise, motherfucker. Like, like she's like, <laughs> no. It's like her voice is like, you know, my son went here. Yeah. He, he should have been supervised. But all the counselors are having filthy sex. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Like, and they pulled it off live. Mm-hmm, they did. Like, so it's like seamless. Baby. It's like. They must have just been playing their fucking CD. Like, none of them were even playing. They were just, like, up there, like, dancing along Rob's to their goddamn slapping CD. slapping empty strings. They did it fucking bees. live, and they did it seamless, and the red balloon was floating around, it's and the guy the lost one, and he went out and got another one because he was sad. And That was a good show. 
Thank God it's Friday. Ice Nine they're Kills. They're very creative with what they do. Oh, they're so good. Like, unbelievably creative. And still the fact that they played like, in a live acoustic show at the actual Shining Hotel. I forget the actual name of it. But the fact that they did a live show at that hotel that The Shining was actually... Shot at. Yeah. Like, can like, you imagine, awesome. like, a horror movie just comes out and, like, Ice Nine Kills is like, okay, guys, let's write a song. <laughs> here we go. What are you seeing here? You, you got some shock fat? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, you make this noise. Yep, sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, orgasm. Yes. <laughs> Organ- like, orgasm. But you know what? I picked that one because that's actually one of, one of my favorite songs on the album, Thank God It's mm-hmm. Friday. That's a great um, one. But the whole fucking disc is fucking it incredible. Is. Like, I think I reviewed that one. I might have gave that one a positive review. A little bit. Unless I was in a bad mood. Then I might not have. You did. You did. You actually brought that out in the uh, Halloween episode. Yeah. Last year. Well, it's very Halloween themed. It is extremely Halloween themed. (laughs) It is as Halloween themed as Halloween themed can get. I'm going to start talking now. I So now that I'm going to do, since we're going to use the the reissues here. (laughs) You're copping out. Well, no, I'm not going to use it as my main one, but I'm going to use it as a a runner up. I'm proud of you. The breakdown to Rocking the Boat because it's about Jaws. And the fact that they actually (laughs) use the da-da-da as the breakdown, it goes da-da-da-da and it goes faster and faster. That's fucking awesome. And right before he does it, he goes, smile, you son of a bitch. Because it's the same thing he says in the fucking movie before he hits him with the harpoon. It's so so fucking awesome. It's so good. Well, hang on. One moment. To be fair... They use that same dun dun in that baby shark song. I don't want, want to talk about baby shark. We didn't talk about baby shark. But if I, I had to, if I had to to <laughs> to not use cheat engine, um, my be- so uh, this was the hardest one for me. This was the last one that I actually looked up. But for breakdown again, none of these bands that I have observed and listened to really have breakdowns. But listening through Korn's new album, the song Idio. Syncrasy? Yeah. I believe that's how that works. Yes. At exactly three minutes, <laughs> there was this break breakdown where um, Jonathan Davis keeps going, God is making fun of me. He's up there laughing, can't you see? And he just gets more and more intense. Yep. And it's that old school, like, clown, like, yep. their first album kind of, like, where he gets, like, literally, like, manic. Yeah. And he's just, like, freaking out, and he keeps repeating and repeating, and it gets more and more and more intense, and that's that's such a corn thing. And, like, it just brings you back to that first album. You know what I mean? Where it, that's how he sang. That's how their their persona became to be. This kind of, like, manic sound where it just gets more and more intense. Intense. And you can just... In his brain, he's just going to fucking snap. And I think that, as a breakdown, was fucking awesome. That's a great choice. Definitely I would drop this mic, choice. but it's attached <laughs> to a stick. Yeah, don't do that. I own that mic. Please don't. You're only supposed to drop mics that you own. I'm not going to drop a mic ever. I placed it. I don't think I've ever dropped any of my own mics, though. All right, not, so, a, not on purpose. So that's actually that's actually it for uh, individual accolades. And now we got the big guys. Yep. Do you want to consider the album release most important as an individual or no? Mm. Wait, <laughs> wait, are you talking about album of the year? No, most important album release. 
all the way to the gonna bottom. Talk, we're going to we're going to talk about that one next. <clears throat> oh, good. Well, that's well, that's that just out nicely. fucking because fancy. This is this is going to walk us into like our most important award because you know we always leave the most important awards for for towards the end. Yes, kind of towards a thing. The lastly. So we're going to introduce this as the most important album released in 2019. Can I go first? Now this was all like <clears throat> obviously. Once I explain. Oh God. No, you roll. I am so impatient. Don't worry. You can go first because I have to go over there. But, um, <laughs> um, weird. The reason why I came up, I came up with this category is because you know what? Like sometimes like, you know, you can release an, like an epic album, but like sometimes you release an album and it just changes the world. Like kind of a thing. And that's kind of like, we all have the same one. And that's kind of like what I'm thinking when I, I came up with this. And I have two. Like, I have two thoughts on mine. I'm going to come up with, like, a final. And we'll see how this goes. So go ahead, Anthony. You may I go first. I am going to address the elephant in the room and say that he needs to not sit in that chair because it is way too small. It really is. First of all. Sorry. <laughs> what? Show me your trunk one more time during this podcast. Can't help it, man. What the it's hell's... not even the size. It's the color that freaks me out. What the hell is going on? What are you talking about? Where have you been? Where have you been? Like right here. <laughs> are you not? Are you you not ever heard attention? that thumping sound? I feel like I'm getting the sound of stirring macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Moisture. <laughs> We're gonna digress from this. For the um, first time this episode, I'm proud. Uh, yeah, right. We've been good. We've been actually been pretty good. We made it uh, almost all the way through. But then when he doesn't understand, we have to you know kind of do this whatever. Yeah. We. Uh, so the instrument that I picked for this is Tool. The fact that they haven't released an album in, what, 13 years? Just some kind of fucking large number. I'm uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say I also picked Tool Fear. Right, we'll just double team this. So the fact that they stopped Burning Man to listen to this album upon its release because it was released the same day. Right. The fact that Spotify officially, well, you know, Maynard James Keenan officially put out all their tool songs before this. The fact that the number ten, the top ten songs were tool songs. Right. The fact that this album had a fucking video screen attached to its goddamn <laughs> digital fancy release, which sold out and is no longer available. I think it's yeah. so funny that none of us talked about this beforehand. And but we picked like the, same the fact that this band hasn't again put out an album for thirteen plus years. And the the need and the draw that people right. had for this my... album, and the fact that Maynard James Keenan has it has not like he hasn't been irrelevant because he's done the other bands that he's part of, Perfect yeah. Circle. He's done Pussifer. Right. But the fact that they have finally put out an album that's long as fuck, to be honest with you, yeah, if you go by yeah, songs. Really and I mean. It it I it as Marcus was trying to draw from this, it, it literally changed the world. Like this album is is what everyone like stopped. Yeah. Like the whole world well, was like, Oh shit, we need to look at this. Yeah. And literally it had this draw of all these people out of the woodwork that have been waiting right and waiting right. for this album. And well, it finally that, comes out <coughs> and if you want to talk important albums, I think this would be the one for this yeah. year. That was that was my choice too. I felt like uh, this was uh, based on importance alone. This I feel like this brought the metal community together. 
the most out of any other release this year. And that's saying something because think Slipknot, Corn, we had Cold, we had Kill Switch, all released brand new albums this year. You're quite right. The biggest that shit draw out. for everything was definitely Tool, specifically mm -hmm. because they haven't released anything. It's, it's in, the in hiatus so behind it. And but but think about what this is. What I love about it is that it brought out that that kind of reminiscent metal fan. You know, the people that might have, have grown away from metal and taken taken their own, you know, new direction with new music and stuff or fallen into a, I don't know, some nine to five job where they're listening to the pop 40 every day, you know, and kind of forgot about it. When this news became relevant, it like it pulled everybody right back into the scene. And True. there's no way that I could I could compare any other album release. And that's. That's what's so hard about it is that there were so many good album releases this year, mm -hmm. and Tool and just killed them all. Specifically the whole, because the they, thing. Yeah. they they waited so long. Mm -hmm. it, it, they had the biggest draw. There's no so, no comparison. So what you're trying to tell me is we all picked Tool, Fear, and Oculum. <laughs> well, you, you had two, but I bet you one of those two was definitely Tool. Maybe I can I can put the contents of my right pocket. The um the only thing that I'll actually add There's to like nothing all, in my room. <laughs> hey number one <laughs> the only thing that I'll add to all the comments that have already been made not only did it br did it bring the metal world like like back to life kind of a thing I think it brought it actually brought like the whole music community back to life and to Anthony's point where it broke Spotify records yeah and like multiple categories. And like you're getting news stories where like Taylor Swift is pissed off because yeah. <laughs> or the fans are, yeah. and these fans yeah, are like, yeah. "What the fuck is Tool?" Mm -hmm. Seriously. And like the whole world like came to life, and Tool doesn't even like consider themselves a metal band, right? No, no. and not. like we're we're just like all fucking ho so horned up for the fact that like they actually released something finally, and it was like so, and. <laughs> You know, and I think we all we all agreed. Like, it was great. Like, if you could sit and appreciate it, like there was something beautiful about it, and right. there was something great about it. And it was history in the making, man. Even if you like, didn't like it, you still fucking listened to it. Right, but that's that's what the it is, whole though. thing. It's history in the making. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Tool is one of a kind. Like, we're probably odds are we're probably not gonna see another Tool. Anytime soon, or we'll if see ever. twelve of them. Who the fuck? Knows? Like, well, I doubt it. Like, I feel like they kind of paved the way. Like, they they are so in a class on their own. It hurts. Mm -hmm. Like, it's true. Nobody comes close. Like, I, I don't know, man. The fact that they were able to do this and bring everybody back together, just absolutely hands down, most important album of the year. No comparison. Marcus, I'm curious on your your second. Um, my second one actually for like kind of almost the same reason because I thought it was like a little bit eye-opening, especially for like the genre. But um, it was Amon Amarth Berserker. Okay. Because I believe like Amon Amarth to me like back in the day like was like was a Swedish powerhouse. Mm -hmm. Like they were you know, you either listened to Amon Amarth or you didn't listen to Amon Amarth. And one of the reasons why that I brought him up as being as a potential runner-up for being like important was they just went on, like, a North American tour that, like, sold out stadiums, like, every well, stop yeah, that they had. And they they kind of created a culture. One of the coolest videos I saw last year was, like, the new the new mosh pit. Or the rowboat thing? Where everybody gets down on the ground and, like, starts doing, like, the rowboat action. There's the one dude in the front going, row! Row! <laughs> it's, it's a it's you know following. What? It's, it's fucking cool. It's a, yeah, it's a whole change it's, of... It's thing. funny looking, but it's awesome, mm -hmm. like... 
I'd probably do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd totally go fucking. <laughs> I would definitely sit down and fucking Dude, row. Dude, go, I'll go fucking row to some goddamn yeah, Amato Mars. Why the fuck not? Like, are you fucking kidding me? No one's me? punching me in the and, mouth, so that's fine. <laughs> and the reason why I think it's important, because, like, you know, Swedish metal and, like, Celtic and, like, not that Amato Mars is Celtic, but, like, Swedish metal, like, the, the, the across the pond metals that, like, come over here have always been very important to me, and mm-hmm. they've always been, like, in my. In British my, invasion. My, my my upbringing and like things that I've listened to and like you know I have fan I have friends that are huge fans of the stuff and the fact that they're doing something relevant and they can sell out stadiums like that's mm-hmm. that's great like that's a good thing mm-hmm. no it is like that's a good thing for the scene that's especially a good thing for like what people underestimate is it's, it's a good thing for the death the dark the like, I feel like a modern Marth has become huge in the past couple of years like they've just they exploded yep. And I know the same thing where, like, you know, the, the, the old school fans don't like the new stuff and, like, all... It's like, guys, get over yourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Like, you have no you idea You gotta what, keep an open mind. This is that's, so that's good for the thing. community. This is so good for the hardcore, the death, the dark, the doom metal community. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, they're, they're getting a platform now that's being emphasized by Amon Amarth. Mm-hmm. That's why Berserker was, like, such a great release last year. Because, like, it was so consistent w- with what Amon Amarth does... But it was new enough to attract more, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It kind of goes back to like what I was talking about with like Whitechapel, but I mean that's like that's a different level than Amonamarth. Mm-hmm. Amonamarth used to have like a cult following, like they were one of the ones you would wear Amonamarth t-shirts and never have heard the band before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've become more relevant than right. they used to be. But the obvious the obvious answer to the most important album of 2019 would be Fear Inoculum yeah, Tool. I'm super like, glad we all we all yeah, came back. Yeah, that was gonna be real own. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on the same page. That's Good Charlotte be. is about to. Re- <laughs> yeah. uh, Weezer. Weezer did Toto's <laughs> Africa. Is that cool? Oh, yeah. All right, so now we have our big three. I know this episode is going like crazy long, but you know what? We'll it's probably fuck- make it a two part. It's fucking important. Not even making it a two parts. No, it's important. You're gonna no. make people yeah, put their sit your fucking ass down. 2019 year review, listen. man. You're gonna you make people to, dock the whole time. I mean, we'll make it a two part. I don't know. <laughs> when you break up the videos, you can make it all individual. I'm yeah, gonna right. do a one minute it, videos. It could be, th- it could be 13 minutes. 13, however many. Like 45 however, seconds. However many vi- videos. All right. What's next? Song of the year. Mm-hmm. Single track. One song, best of 2019. Dave, I would like you to go first because depending on what you pick will change my decision. So, <laughs> my hardest... Is it by Tala or Fathom Farewell? Uh, neither. Uh, it's by George Strait. It is George Strait. <laughs> Actually, it's Reba McIntyre. Uh, so, when she Reba didn't come first out came... came no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, I picked Taylor Swift. No. Um... My biggest issue with this whole list did was... Look what you, did Look What You Made Me Do come out last year? That was last year. I don't know. That was like two years ago. I don't care. Way behind the times. I uh, I didn't want repeats on this list. I tried to wipe it's, the slate clean. It's hard. Clean, it's hard. And I, I, tried to, I tried to... I think we've done actually pretty fucking I think we've good done right. so far. But no. the issue is that we all picked the same ones even when we weren't picking the same <laughs> ones from our list. So right, it's like, right. No, I agree. But um, that only happened like once. Song of the not Year. Yet. No, no, it's not over. Uh, And it... I... <clears throat> Just because of the mentions I already did before, I couldn't pick uh, a song that I've already picked like three times. Um, I had to go with Signal Fire. I had to. 
I had to go with Jesse Leach, Howard Jones, Signifier. Uh, I loved the fact that when that song came out, there was no leaks. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, we all got the news at the same time. Hey, Howard and Jesse are doing a song together yeah, right now. Like You're like, thing. what do you mean right now? Like, it's already released. You're like, wait, what? Like, well, this I, is we, already we happening. Knew, we like, knew, like, last year about it, but that's that's, that's funny. Yeah, but I, I just, man. I was, like, actual knew what was going on. Signal Fire, uh, with all the history between <clears throat> the band and the singers and everything else, um, there is no better metal cultivation in 2019 I can think of than that song. Strictly because... Both singers are crazy talented, and that one band worked with both singers. There's no, there, it, it doesn't it compare to any other band in the genre. It just doesn't. Had to go with Signifier. It was it was cool to see it all come together. Yeah, Killswitch has always been man. They're like they always pull on my heartstrings, but especially with that song. And what I I always say this, but what I thought was so funny about the video <laughs> is that you can clearly hear <laughs> Howard at the beginning. in the song in the beginning. Uh, but in the video, like they have him, like, in the background, yeah, like, tapping until his, his feet. until his, like, solo spot. And you see, like, sort his of. hand tapping on <laughs> his, like, dude, like, you know he's building up for it, man. Uh, but it's all been, together... Uh, the, I think the video is a big part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> awesome song, man. Awesome. All the way around, awesome. Um, that was, that was my one of two, the signals. So depending what you picked, I was gonna swap Proud it out. Of you. So, um... Now, this, unfortunately, will, will coincide with, with a later choice, but um, In Flames released their I Am The Mask. Uh, they released two singles uh, prior to the release of the album. Uh, one was This Is Our House, which I did not enjoy at all. Fucking horrible. It was not a good song. <laughs> um, but the song I Am, uh, I Am Above, um, that was the one that, that clicked for me, and I was like, I think this album is going to have something. Because the album before was just complete Mario Kart banana peel road rash, <laughs> like, and and once this the song alone, and I still fucking listen to it, even being a single. Singles are the ones that usually you just get sick of because that's all you fucking hear. But this single, I am above this song. I still listen to with like, and I'll rock the shit out to this song. This is the the song to me that. That introduced me to this album, and it's it's a fucking phenomenal song. It's everything that In Flames has worked to become. I think I think this is where they should have gotten to. Yeah, in my mind, it's it's a good blend of everything they've done. Yeah, um, I know they lost their their guitarist, uh, their rhythm guitarist. Uh, 2001, I believe, before that weird album came out. Um, but I, like I said, the new drummer alone, I mean, it, it all comes together great. And I Am Above would be my choice for best song of 2019. There you go. So much in flames. There's a lot of in flames. There's so a much of, in there's flames. There's a lot of repeats throughout this whole episode. Well, I mean, we're like, limited to only a year. You know what I mean? You, you try to be in the realm of that. Yeah, oh, I, under I understand. Believe me. <laughs> Marcus, what would be your numero uno el songo of el euro? While we're actually listening to it, there's actually a pretty good solo in Signifier, isn't I'm there? I'm telling you. Interesting. I'm, Adam is the man, dude. He's also to, physically a man. I would love to he, buy a whiskey a soda for Adam, strictly because of that video soda? where he was <laughs> getting down in the, in the heartache. <laughs> All right, so if you're a weirdo... Guys! Like, if you're a weirdo like me, this is what I do. Like, I, I actually get... 
like hung up on like individual songs. Like individual songs like will get in like my brain and like I'll do this thing where like I'll 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 repeat listen like like something stupid. Yep. Now I might mix it in with like another track or two, but then I'll go back to said track that like I'm the like completely like addicted to. Like kind of a thing. Like it's it's there's probably something wrong with me, but it's okay. <laughs> well, that's it's, that's for the doctor to it, figure it, out. It's something that, like, you know, and what's actually interesting is, like, Spotify actually sends you, like, your tracks that you played the most, yeah. <laughs> like, throughout a year now. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Would you look at that? Interesting. All right. So I'm not going to bore anybody with any more Inflames stuff mm-hmm. for this particular round. Good call. <clears throat> Proud of you. Um. I'm actually playing for my uh, for my for my co-host here. Infected Rain. This song is called Black Gold. This is by Infected Rain. Um, Green dreadlocks, man. It's a it's a female fronted. I believe they are. mm, I'm not sure they're from. They might be from Czech. Don't quote me on that. I don't have it in front of me. Um, They're from across the pond. Uh, She's. This is one of those things. This is an overall good metal song. The the rap chorus, right? They she had she does the rap stuff eh. sometimes, right? Eh. Ish. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Kinda, sorta, maybe. Good talk. Um I did have the signifier as an honorable mention. <laughs> yes. We've all kind of See? reached in that. Yes. I'm sorry, you get you get Howard and Jesse in it, the it same, was a cool collab in, the, it, it in was the same track. And you know what? It worked. Two worlds put together. Like, Cause you know what? How many collabs are like so fucking corny? Where you just like hate the fact that they, anybody did any of that? Well, Exhibit was well, in like a power metal song, and that got fucking weird. Well, I think we're all kind of biased, also. I mean, where's Killswitch from again? So uh, Canada. <laughs> there was this Canada. other kid. There was this other song that came out. This band is called Veo. They're from, I believe, they're from the Seattle area. Don't quote me on that either. But they're from, they are from the, the U.S. It's called Flare Defiance. It's a much softer tones or if you're like a heavy 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 metal fan you can be like, like mark like mark stop being such a bitch <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are things about this tune it just brings me back to like old school like you know papa roach breaking benjamin like yes. like it's got a killer chorus like the chorus is very hooky and like it's it's got a decent ri- like everything about this song i just like it the problem I have with them is they like their overall catalog is meh, yeah. and they do this horrible, horrible, horrible cover of "Hey Man, Nice Shot." That's a hard song to fuck up. Oh, it's so bad. It's a, like they did a version of it. It's like one of their more popular songs. It's like why? <laughs> what did yeah, you do? Okay, but popular doesn't always mean good. Uh, what did you, look at what's her name. What uh, did you do? What's her name? What's name? Black, whatever the, the chick that had that stupid "It's Friday" song that blew up because everyone thought it was a joke. But you're about to hear it right now. Like, how can you not love this chorus that's about to happen? Yes. Like, it's just great. I'd put my dick in this. Right? It sounds like I I would even pay. I wouldn't pay. <laughs> I'm a classy bride. But it's it's so great. So Veo Flare Defiance. And thank you again, Octane Satellite Radio. However, if I was gonna if I was gonna pick a final, if I was gonna pick a final. Like this, this is tough. It, it's, it's fucking dude, horrible. I was, I was it is so hard. I'm bad at choices. It is so hard. And you know what? We mentioned this song like so many times because of like it. I think it it 
affects so many people in like so many ways. I think cross off. Yes. Okay. From Mark Morton and Chester Bennington might have been the best release out Absolutely. of 2019 in the metal, new metal, metalcore, hard rock world. What's even more crazy to me about that is that they were the first big metal release of 2019. Yeah. I mean, it, else, it was early, too. It was else could fill their shoes it was unexpected. the whole year, dude. It was like... They're just totally untouchable. The man. thing that the thing that thing that jumped out to me is the first time I heard that I was actually at work driving in the company vehicle, and it came on like I don't listen to regular radio, yeah. so it was on um, AAF, and like I'm listening, I'm like this is heavy, the and I was version. confused. It was, it was the well, it was version, it was yeah. heavy. Like yeah. I'm like I don't I'm not like is this really the radio? Like I'm actually concerned right now, like for the, and then I was like listening, I'm like this is the song that I think it is and that's the first time I heard it and I was like oh okay alright I can get behind this this is the music I, I like to hear because Mark starts song. out he starts out and like it only gets heavier mm -hmm. but it starts out like dude you have my attention Chester's like, always been good at breakdowns yeah. because he does oh, he has man. that scream always, that just it just yeah. fills so well breakdowns in Linkin Park were always his thing so it was always like so just kind of like what I mentioned before, like when I was going like over like all my selections, I try to do things to memory mm -hmm. as much as humanly that's, possible. That's, like the it's things, the stuff that clicks. The things that like really stuck. And it's like, that was like always one of those tunes. Like, you know what? If I just wanted to get excited about something, you could put that song on. Mm -hmm. I agree. I if I wanted to, agree. if I actually, there was, not to get like too corny, but if there's so many emotions that are in that song. Like, if I just wanted to get, like, emotional for a couple minutes, you could put that song on. Mm -hmm. yep. If you wanted to get, like, nuts, like, with a breakdown, you could put that song on. I know, it's, it's like, If you wanted to sing along with something, dude, you could put that song there, on. There are not very many Goosebumps songs out there mm -hmm. in the world, and that one, I just could not, just all around, full circle, everything. I wish they could have done a video with him. Uh, man. That's the only thing that that song is lacking. That's the only thing you can say that, that wasn't there for that song is a video. But clearly, because Chester's And the rest of here, the album. And, yeah, but <laughs> it's just... But man, mm -hmm. uh, I can never say enough good things about that that track. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I narrowed it down to like the four. I had, I had to go with Cross Off. I mean, it was like one of those ones. It's like you... You initially write it down on the paper. It's like, well, let me think about, and then you're like looking at it. It's like, well, I gotta think. A mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's decided right. for me. So, with that being said, we will now go. We have two, <laughs> two left. We are now gonna go album of the year. I think me and Marcus are gonna share this one. I don't know what gives it away. Well, I narrowed it down to two. Okay, well, I got one. Well. Do you, want, do you want us to split the one that I know we have? Um, <coughs> I do have In Flames, Eye in the Mask. As do I. And my runner-up to the most important release album of 2019, the Martha's Berserker. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's go through quickly I Am the Mask. I Am the Mask. I think. Um, let us. So... Let me let me go to one of the first albums. Now, obviously, I was born in a closer year than, than uh, <laughs> some people. Um, well, me and Dave both, I guess, because right. we're in the same same uh, class of schooling. <laughs> um, so, the first album that I ever fully listened to from In Flames was Come Clarity, 
And I feel that this album is very close to that. As between the the cleans and the the screams, I think it's it's close and it's the closest of the albums to it. So, you know what's actually like, you know one of the smartest things that In Flames ever did, they reissued Clayman. They're Swedish. <laughs> like, so they released Clayman in two thousand, which was kind of their intro into their like main stage like kind of a thing but they reissued it in 2014 and they're one of their greatest downloaded tracks is only for the week yep which is an incredible 39 million it's an incredible tune it was originally released in 2000 but they reissued it in 2014 so it's like one of those things it's like hey guys i understand like you're getting into like our modern sound kind of a thing but like check this out right this is what we used to do Check back. So, when I the Mask came out, like, this is the closest thing that they have done since probably 2000 mm-hmm. to their old days. Like I said, you will never hear me say, like, my, my favorite In Flames album of all time is Horacle. Horacle. Like, that's when they were all original. Mm-hmm. They had, like, the whole original band, like, they had the whole original division. There, there's just some beautiful shit on Horacle. And I the mask, like when I when I listened to that, like just brought me back. It's like, like thank you. It's like okay, like the guy still knows what he's doing. I like feel still... that that every cog in this machine is running at full capacity. The guitar work yep. is in flames, up and down. The the drum work, I know it's a new drummer, but I mean he's fucking phenomenal and his fills. Everything, or it works so well. Start your, to finish. Your lead singer, I mean, he's got everything that he packed from back then. You know what I mean? Like, it, it all yep. mixes so well. And it, it, it's collaborated so nicely. Even with the, the addition of, of a, you know, a few new people here and there. But I think it, it came together beautifully. And every song is so well done. Like, there's nothing, there's no two songs in this that sound the same. Like, they're all a little different. And they all have their own, you know, being behind them. And all the songs are very enjoyable. And I'll go back to your uh, your song mm-hmm. of choice, I Am Above. The fact that, like, that picks you up to, like, a higher energy. And what people don't always realize, like, especially, <clears throat> or what, even, like, a young musician, like, you don't have to, like, be, like, ripping, like, an open E chord to have, like, no. a song be heavy. No. Mm-hmm. Like, the structure of the song, mm-hmm. like, can mm-hmm. actually have, like, some <clears throat> beauty to it and, like, you're gonna like you're gonna move to it like kind of thing, and I am above like does that. It moves you like there's a nice complexity in the mm-hmm. background, but then he did the brilliant thing where he gave you the hook. Mm-hmm. And then the chorus is that the chorus, chorus is huge. That chorus is a hook and a <clears throat> half. And that's a big thing too. Like it, it will wrangle you like like cast line well, sinker. When <laughs> when we saw him live, they were like, oh, you got you guys want to do something? We can sing along with us. And they did call my name. Because that's one of the ones where it's got that powerful chorus that you just sing with, you sing your heart out to. And, I mean, that's that's a big thing nowadays, especially for, like, stadium tours that a lot of people do. And that's, I mean, this is a weird jump off, but, like, Parkway Drive did a lot of that with the new stuff because a lot of people like to sing along to music. And it's hard when it's all screaming, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have that chorus that you can chant out there. And, and I think In Flames did that very well. I think they mixed it in very well. 
because it comes back. Like you get into the chorus, you get to the clean stuff, and then it comes right back to that heavy, that gnarly riff that they're running there. So apparently we're gonna we're gonna end up sharing the uh, the same because, like I said, it was it was <clears throat> unfortunately a month of Martha with like the bridesmaid and all of my selections right. because it's like guys, I'm trying to get you up there. You're important to me, but these guys are a little bit better. I mean, uh, in the, I mean. To you, In Flames has been around for quite a while. Like, I mean, you started early with them. Like, you followed them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're my bank. And that's it's one of them. And uh, the fact that we saw them live, I mean, they sounded spot on, too. That's a big thing. Oh, it was such a great show. It was an awesome show. Such a great show. But I think this would easily be... There's not many albums that come out where I can be like, I enjoyed the whole album. It's not. It's not something you see a lot these days. No. Or so, even especially since we're only releasing singles. Well, that's uh, that's a different story for a topic last <laughs> week. Um, but the the fact that there's not many songs like there's a lot of times like a song will come out, an album comes out, and then you move on. Right. You don't really listen to it again. You're like, that was cool. Like I enjoyed it for the week and a half that I listened to it. This album, this song can still come on in my endless loop of songs, and. Uh, it's still it's still awesome. Like I still enjoy it. I'm excited to hear this thing. I don't skip it. Like I'm like yes. Right. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Right. And that's that's a big thing to me. Huge. You know, I get uh, my issue with music is like I'll find a band that like this is awesome and I'll fucking listen to the piss out of it, and then I I'm done with it because I've overexerted the song, and this one keeps coming back. Like I I'm always down to listen to this album again. No argument for me. You're not, you're not <coughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I'd say it's two versus one, Dave. Honestly, to, okay. and, and one last thing, this was the first category that I picked, and it was like this, and I knew right off the bat when I went through all the songs. Like, it was easy. Yeah, it was easy. I'm like, boom, this album, no problem. There's so many bands that have like the one song cool, but the album is is right. you gotta enjoy the whole thing. You can't, right. just, you know what I mean? And that that's a huge <clears> thing. <throat> but uh, Dave, I'd like to know your. So album of choice. After uh, after comparing my list because I had so many semi repeats on this list. <laughs> it's were, gonna happen, man. Yeah, but there were just so many good things. You I know. know. I had to remove. I had to remove everything off the table for this particular area, and I had to. I had to focus on, you know, albums that I've heard that I've been able to listen to all the way through that I've been totally engulfed and rocked by stuff that I could totally get into that was. Like I don't know something I totally I could totally support. We talked about Corn the Nothing already. Mm -hmm. Honorable mention. We talked about Kill Switch Engages into Atonement. Atonement. Honorable mention. Like I couldn't when I had to think about an album. I was like, man, I don't know what to do. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, the vocal range and and the things that Waylon Revis does in A Killer's Confession, and the new album that they just released in 2019. Uh, uh, it's called The Indifference of Good Men. It has uh, Angel on the Outside, which is an awesome song. It has The Shore, and it has Numb. All three of those songs, like right then and there, they're like movie-quality good songs. Mm -hmm. Like if you were watching some like Resident Evil movie or something, like this is a song you would imagine being there. Like, the amount of talent there is crazy. I just, I had to, I had to take a step back from... Everything we'd already talked about, I wanted to talk about an album that I could totally get behind. When it comes to A Killer's Confession, 
there's I I feel like they're also in a class all on their own, man. They're they're getting more and more uh, blown up right now. They're not as big as all these other bands that we talk about. But this album, I could not go without mentioning because of how talented they are on this particular album. And I never knew anything about A Killer's Confession. I saw them live for the first time uh, in January of 2019. Mm-hmm. I saw them in, in Agawa, Mass. One of the best shows I've, I've ever seen. Like, I couldn't... Man, A Killer's Confession, that whole album, if you haven't listened to it, please go check it out. I cannot say enough good things about that album and Waylon. Waylon is the ex-singer from Mushroomhead. Um, he's done a whole bunch of other projects and stuff. Was he the screamer or the singer? So he did both, and that's why I respect him so much. Because if you listen back to the stuff that he did with Mushroom Head, mm-hmm. he still does both. Okay. And now in A Killer's Confession, he does both. He's the only vocalist in A Killer's Confession, but he does both cleans and screams. Like, dude, I can't, I cannot stress enough how much respect I have for that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a on a, uh, a magazine of some sort. He's been on he, a number of them. He was posting it. It was like a weird, like, love... They're coming up right now. Uh, it wasn't like a music-related one. It was like there's, a another thing. Yeah. There, Strange. Um, there's been some things maybe I'll touch on on a number... Uh, maybe on a different episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a number of things that... Um, it's just like... Man, when you're in the industry and you don't get a fair shake at something, it's just not... It's not okay, you know? Um, and there are certain things... You talk about band politics and individuals and everything... Um, I have always had the respect for Waylon because of how he's carried himself through the diversity. He he went through a lot. If you look at any of the backstory, do your research, man. Like this guy, grinded out. He's continued to grind out. And when I when I had to think about album of the year, I thought about A Killer's Confession because of they released their EP. They did they did a bunch of things to like you know. Um, like every band does when they're first starting out, he he created this band after going through all these different things with all these other bands, and for them to produce the product that they produced on this album, I'm just blown away, dude. I can't I can't compare it to anything else because it may not necessarily be at the at the national level that all these other bands are, uh, but they absolutely should be. <laughs> like this band is. Oh, man. They're just crazy good. If you haven't had a chance to check out The Indifference of Good Men, definitely go check it out. Do it. Start to finish. Awesome. That was my album of the year. Our absolute last category for the evening. The big one. Is going to be... I'd I'd like to start this off, actually. Artist. I guess. Of the year. So we have gone over solos. We've gone over breakdowns. Best new artists, the breakthrough artists, the important guys, the best live performances, songs, albums. Now, the overall best artist. artist. Best artist of 2019. That's it, man. Um, I'd like to kick this off because I put a ton of thought into this. I actually did a bunch of research into this as well. Um, I was super strapped. This was the hardest question that I that I had for this particular episode, and I had to do it justice. I could not, I, I couldn't just give like a cookie cutter, like, oh, I like this band. I, I had to, I had to look at numbers. I had to look at just overall picture, everything. Uh, influence, 
powerful performance, like all of it. I had to look at every single category individually mm -hmm. and make a decision. And it was very, very difficult for me because of who the artist is. Uh, I'd actually, I'd actually like to like to pose a question here to Heavy Metal over Six Pack. Does that uh, do do you guys know who, out of the metal genre, has the most streams out of 2019? Dope. Huh? What? Dope. <laughs> <laughs> the most streams out of any rock or metal band in 2019. Is it Tool? Number one. Tool. It's not Tool, so that's your answer. What's Hammer. your answer, Marcus? It's not Tool. It's not Tool. Wow. Number one. I'm talking like, it was like, I want to say 43, maybe 33 million streams in 2019 alone. Just streams. We're not talking, we're talking like, you know, Spotify, Pandora. Rock uh, or metal? Rock. It's a rock and metal. And, I mean, it's probably Linkin Park. It absolutely is Linkin Park. Chester Bennington is my absolute number one artist of the year. He obviously is not around. Obviously uh, could not ever accept that award uh, because of that and because of these circumstances. However, because of how everything transpired, because of how Crossoff went down and how big it got, and rightfully so, Chester Bennington is the number one streamed metal artist. He's the only, he's the only common denominator in all these different songs. He has to be my artist of the year. There's nobody for me that comes close. Uh, yeah, for for me personally, Chester was an was an icon of mine. Uh, I, I always talk about Hybrid Theory and Meteora. Obviously, you guys know I'm LP fan. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep running over the same lines. However, in today's day and age, where it's digital, where it is streams, where it is downloads, where it is views, for you to be able to continue to literally kill everybody else in the metal scene and you're not even here anymore, bro. It's all around respect. I got I got nothing else to say on that. Chester Bennington, greatest artist of 2019, hands down. Okay. I can get behind that. <laughs> Do you want me to want to go next? Sure. Me the next guy. Go ahead, bro. Uh so as as an artist um, it kind of falls into, you know, your it. It's a mixture of you know the most improved, the most you know important album. I mean, it's a little mix of everything, and and I I think as an artist and an overall um, completion of of what they are and what they become, uh, I believe my artist of the year goes to Corn. Um, the fact that this new album has has really I mean we did a whole fucking episode on it and the nothing is is came up every time it's 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 everything that corn has worked to be and corn when we talked about it I think you you put him as your Jesus uh, uh, most improved right did you put him as yeah right I put him as you put him as yeah, uh, yeah. so yes Dave did yes um so the fact that they've come back and have literally made corn what it was before and what it should have been for all these years and and the work that they put into this this most recent album I I think corn 
as literally they've they've become what they should have been. They are corn, and that's that's what they they've strived and pushed to, and ups and downs come to what they are. And I feel that they, in my mind, are artists of the year. Very good. You're not going to catch any debate for me. Like I said, that was an honorable mention. I tried to stray away from repeats and stuff on my end, so So, no debate there. um, I think Dave actually uh, mentioned that this was the... uh, one of the harder ones. If you notice, there's actually nothing under my notes, Dave. It's a big old blank motherfucking space right there. Nothing. But I have all these notes in the back, though. Like, I was just writing down these bands and these these acts and the, the stuff that was uh, that, that happened in, like, 2019. And um, your selection actually kind of inspired me, like, a little bit. Um <clears throat> The uh, the cool shit that I that I saw actually happen in 2019, um, the 20 year anniversary of uh, Wisconsin death trip, death, death trip for mm-hmm. uh, Static X was I was fortunate to see that twice. Yep. And um, Static X I believe is actually planning on moving forward in 2020 and actually like releasing some new stuff. But yep. that was a that was a cool tribute that actually happened. That was um, awesome. The uh, the importance of uh, Tool releasing an album like we already talked about that um, I've already nominated In Flames for all kinds of all kinds of stuff and I mean that would that'd be that that'd be like an easy cop out for me because give In Flames the artist of the year even though I've already put them in our Hall of Fame and praised them for everything they've done in like 2019. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna give my accolades to a man that's actually contributed to like some of the stuff that we've actually already spoke of, and he's doing actually some pretty great stuff himself. Well, let's go with like Howard Jones and light the torch. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because definitely. One, you're talking about an artist that like. For lack of better words, he knows his place. Yep. And he accepts his place. Yep. And like he like accepts what's going on, but he's doing some great stuff. I, uh, the safety of disbelief. Yep. Yes. Yes. That song rips. Is if you guys haven't heard it, definitely go listen to it. Such a good is such a great tune. Yes. It has underrated, like, super underrated. It has like the right Man. amount of clean. Yes. I mean, I, but the lyrics too, man. The lyrics like take you on a trip. Like they take you on like when you actually listen to the words. Like it takes you on your own little light the torch tour. I don't know. It's like a man. I think uh, "Die Alone" is actually my favorite one of all these songs. I, was, I really, I really enjoy that one. I was so <laughs> torn because when I when I had to talk about you know uh, vocalist and and frontman and all these other things like in, in different out, I was so like. Man, I am so in Howard Jones' corner forever. Like, he's earned my respect. I just, but there were so many other things that happened in 2019 that I couldn't, I couldn't deny them. And I felt so bad not giving Howard the credit. That guy is, he's underrated as heck. And it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting act because, you know, they came from Devil You Know. 
they would they went through the legal battle like where they couldn't keep like that name and they kind of morphed in like something something else they but came the, back from it though they, they did so well in 2019 like they're yep. they kind of did like the comeback and awesome it's just a good story it's a great story and it wasn't 2019 mm. i believe it was 2018 that would like we had the me and anthony had the pleasure of seeing them we did and he was, humble, hum- he was humble as shit. It's yeah. a humble dude, man. I it's love a humble that guy, dude. Man. He's just like, <clears throat> guys, I love you. I love like, I love that guy. I love the guy that's like raising the curtain over here. Like, um, <laughs> no, that's true. it's there's something. There's something special. There's something special about yeah. Howard. He's just a special dude. Super special front man. <clears throat> like, I kind of, I kind of wish that Kill Switch had had worked out differently for him. But at the same time, I'm grateful for how it's gone. Because now we get to see like both sides, mm-hmm. you know. That's true. So, the reason why I picked one of the reasons why I picked them is like you know what their popularity didn't come in like 2018, like when their album got released. Nope. I mean they they it's been growing. It's been like something that's actually been like cultivating like a little bit. And um, Octane Satellite Radio, like they they were one of their artists. It was one of their like their accelerator artists, like kind of a thing. And you know what? Octane does really good stuff. For 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 bands like when mm-hmm. when they get a hold of them, and I'm so happy to see these guys and like I'm so excited in 2020 the fact that they're actually going to tour with Killswitch Engaged. Yes, like mm-hmm. that's that's some humble pie right there. Right, as far as I'm concerned, it's like you know what you're going to open for Killswitch Engaged. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like yeah yeah we're in yeah I'll get I'll let me get my guys on this tour like absolutely like all the respect in the world for that dude man. Um. So yeah, I had a blank ass sheet of paper in front of me, and I had to wait for my colleagues here to say some shit before I could narrow my my stuff down. But yeah, I'm gonna go Howard Jones and um, oh, yeah. light the torch. <clears throat> and with that, exhaustingly for everybody, probably it's a long one. Whew. So sorry. Enjoy. Hope you enjoyed. But that is the the first annual. Packy Awards. Packy Awards. From yeah. Heavy Metal right over a six-pack. Let's go. I'm pr- I'm okay, at this point, <laughs> I'd actually like a little Pikachu right here. Pikachu. <laughs> Come on. We, I love uh, Pikachu. This is a you family know, restaurant. You know, you know what bugged me about Pikachu, like, in the game? He was, he was, like, one of the most useless Pokemon in the history of the planet. What's well, funny, like, you watch, like, the TV show, and he's fucking, like, the number one thing, but then you play the game, and I think you've seen him, like, once. He sucks. He's not even good. And I love Pikachu's. Love them. I uh, I can't relate to this conversation whatsoever. I was was an Onyx guy. That's me though. Uh, like, share, listen, repeat. Yeah, we're out. Peace. Ciao. Love you. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.